My name is Randy Howell, and you're listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Welcome to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. I'm Cam. And I'm Robert. In every episode, we're bringing you faith stories and fishing memories from some amazing members of the fishing community. So join us as we shed a positive light on all things faith and fishing. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. I'm Cam. Hey, and I'm Robert. And uh, we have a, most likely a shorter episode today. Uh, it's going to be a fun one though. Um, but uh, Robert, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of another week, so um, kids baseball and softball is still going on, but this is the last week of that, so I'm looking forward to seeing that finish up and uh, being able to have some afternoons back. It's super fun watching them play. I wouldn't miss it for the world. But when the end of that school ball season comes around, I kind of get a little two clicks of my heels up in the air. That may be a little bad to say, but it just takes so much time. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't be anywhere else. I love watching it. Um, but I have let a lot of other things in my household duties and um, you know, the grass is high, the, the cars need to be worked on, uh, just let a lot of other things go so we can watch the uh, watch sports and, and work and uh, do what we do. So uh, glad to see that coming to an end. And uh, that's really it for now. What about you? I hear you. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a of a past few days for us. We have had. Uh, we've had some stomach issues with the little one at night. He he does fine during the day, and it was it was Saturday night and last night. Um, so uh, Saturday night and uh, Tuesday night, and man, he he just I think he just he just eats too much because uh, I mean like so yesterday at dinner he ate a whole mango. Dang. And threw it all up. <laughs> um, woke up in the middle of the night. So if uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and just see me throw my head headphones off and bolt, that's that's what's going on. Um, so, yeah, we've got that going on. Uh, we've had a few other things going on with work and other stuff. So um, just you know your regular uh regular stuff hadn't been able to fish since i got back from tennessee um still need to uh get over to outhouse tackle and drop a reel off with them um because jerry over there does real cleaning and real repairs and uh the brakes failed in my in my diawa tatula 150 so I'm starting to to wonder because my Daiwa Tatula SV, which is my most expensive reel, the one that I I really really liked, um, it's it's already needing to be cleaned, and it, I've only had it for six months. So I'm starting to wonder if maybe 
a switch away from Daiwa is coming soon. All you Shimano fanboys, don't uh, don't get too excited because it won't be Shimano. I can promise you that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like Shimanos. I, I'm I'm happy for you, man. Um, I have never held a Shimano and and thought, man, this this is worth worth that price tag. Um, I think they they ask too much for what it is and. I, I I had a bad experience with a Corrado and just I didn't didn't look back but yeah um, you're more on the higher end of them than than myself like I'll I'll pay for a SLX and it, you know I mean I've been we used to fish with the old Abu Garcia red I still have them sitting over there with the pistol grips and if you fish with those long enough, you can fish with anything. And I still do backlash them sometimes, but um, I'll pull out those old Abu Garcias and throw them out in the um, out in the front lawn some, just to remember like what it really is to have some stuff backlash. So yeah, um, sure. I haven't gone to that higher level, um, <clears throat> you know, of the digital reels. Uh, but I love those SLXs. I mean, I can cast them a mile they do backlash every once in a while but uh it's not a huge problem though i like them if i if i if i were to to try try shimano again i think the slx would be where i start because i just hear so many good things about it and it being at that price point um you know it's a workhorse that may be that may be uh better but you were talking about abu garcia i tell you in my opinion the best under $100 reel, um, under $100. And I don't say that a $999 reel is under $100 because it, I, a penny is not does not count. Um, but the Abu Garcia Pro Max, I don't know if they still make it or not, but that reel was the reel that I learned on because I tried learning on a Black Max and couldn't. And then bumped up that extra twenty dollars to the sixty dollar um, Black Max or uh, Pro Max, and that was that was a workhorse. I don't yeah. have any of mine anymore, but I ended up selling all of mine. But uh, they only came in seven one to one, and uh, but they were right at that sixty dollar range, and they were they were fantastic reels. They had the micro. Uh, like the micro click adjustment for the tension knob. And to me, like moving up from the black max, that was like the pinnacle of, of fanciness being able to hear that click. So um, yeah, that was a, that was a solid, solid reel that, I mean, they lasted. I never had any problems with them, yeah. Um, but yeah, I still, my, my son's has a, you know, I don't spend a whole lot on his. He, he likes to go sometimes, but, you know, and I like for him to have his own stuff because I don't, you know, I need all eight to 10 rods that I'm carrying. I need all those for security <laughs> more, more than anything. But, but, uh, so I, he's got some black maxes and I'll, I'll tell you what, every once in a while, like I'll get ready to go and he'll have something tied on one of those that I want to use. And I'll just grab his and throw it in there. Cause I'm not really picky about my rods or reels. I just, I can fish with whatever and just make it make some adjustments to it but um i swear I, like I, I like those black maxes i mean he it, it it does fine i don't have any problems with it 
Um, going to it now, I probably wouldn't. Um, but when I was first starting out, they did not get along with me. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about that level. Like the black maxes, the pro maxes, um, you know, I, there's nothing wrong with those. I mean, I, I think a lot and I get caught up in it too. I mean, I'm sitting over in the, you know, I, I do this in the garage and I got my duck hunting stuff back here, but both of my kayaks are to my left. You know, I'm sitting here with two kayaks that I only use one at a time, but I wanted to pedal drive because, you know, I wanted to go fish some Hobies and I didn't want to paddle. So I, I get caught up in some of the hype too. Um, but I think uh, the rods and the reels, um, some of it is, is about the hype. And I mean, that's what, that's why they put the stickers on the side of these, you know, $100,000 bass boats. And you see these wrapped trucks with, you know, whatever brands on them. It's all part of the marketing deal. And it's not just fishing. It's, it's everything you see. I mean, if you're on social media and you're scrolling through stuff, you're seeing ads pop up. Um, for whatever you said last night that your phone listened to, that ad's going to pop up in your feed somewhere. And it's just all about the marketing to get us to think we need uh, that higher dollar or that next level stuff. And don't get me wrong, um, you know, as you move up the price points, do the reels and, and the rods get better? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And I, I do feel like for me, um, the rods matter a little bit more to me than the reels do. Um, I feel like I can deal with about any reel once I, you know, once I figure that that particular reel out, but the rods and being able to feel, and I'm, I'm really just getting into that more so this year with, with um, some of the element series from cash and, and their worm and jig rod. Uh, honestly, when I started using that, I'm like, Holy crap, I've been missing out on, on you know you can feel everything with that um you know and then you put a little you put a little tungsten in there you know for your weight instead of lead matched with a a good rod and it's it's i'm not going to say it's a game changer but <laughs> it's, it'll change the way you fish i mean it changes the way you fish it changes the way you feel the bottom and it, it absolutely helps you. So don't think I'm sitting here saying that, you know, as you move up, if things don't get better, they do. But I feel like that we push people that are just starting out to think they need to go out and spend $4,000 on a kayak and they need a, a six to $700 combo. And that's not at all it. I mean, start out with something that you can afford uh, you know, get a cheap kayak off marketplace. Uh, I mean, that's where I got that SS 127 from for like 900 bucks and just added things to it as I went along. And the same thing with your rising reels. I mean, I swear I'm sitting there looking at a spinning rod. That's a Walmart lose Xfinity, the bright orange rod. I will tell you right now that rod and, that reel has caught more fish than anything else I have sitting over there. Uh, it's just, it's, it's nothing. It's a cheap, it's like 50 bucks, but I just, I like how short it is for the kayak. I just, I use it a ton because I'm pretty accurate with it. And I think it's just what I got used to using. And, uh, you know, I've got some of the, um, 
cashing rods and uh, spinning rods. And I, I love those things too. Um, but I keep that wacky rig tight on that lose Xfinity. And man, I, I find myself catching more fish with that setup. Um, so I know we just, I just went off on a tangent that we weren't really thinking we were getting into, but Hey, that's, that's okay. We need to do a budget. We need to do a fishing on a budget episode. Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you are fishing on a budget, um, lose Abu Garcia, 13 fishing, all have some really, really good, um, uh, like budget combos that will get you started. I mean, Obviously, yes, if you go and you buy a $400 zillion and uh, a $250 cash and icon, you'll definitely notice the difference. But, um, uh, but I mean, if you're starting out a, a lose mock, mock two combo, I mean, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that rod and reel combo. I mean, it's, I think even those now are up over 200 bucks, but, um, I mean, it's, um, uh, but I mean, like you said, the, the lose Xfinity, um, I mean, they've, they've got some good budget stuff. Um, they got that. And there's another one, um, uh, that the lose, uh, American hero, that's the um, one I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a nice. I mean, it's a, it's around. I think uh, ninety nine dollars for the combo. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with any of that stuff. Um, but it is, you know, as you move up, it, it does get nicer. It does help help out. But you know, you don't need that stuff starting out. You know, start out with a budget. Make sure it's something that you like to do, and uh, you know, move up, move up from there, and you know, get some good use gear. Um, you know, I know uh, there's a lot of places um, you can get used gear off marketplace. There's even some dealers that deal in some pretty good used gear. Um, yeah, I, I bought some some nice used gear from um, Outhouse Tackle uh, a couple years ago, um, and uh, so I mean always be on the lookout but yeah we'll uh we'll definitely need to do a uh, fishing on a budget episode soon um but uh let's uh let's take a quick break to thank some sponsors and then let's dive into uh like the meat of this episode which is going to be uh us kind of breaking down our 2023 bass fishing setups so um if you were wondering why are they talking so much about gear, that's why we are ready. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's take a couple sponsors and then let's get that started. A huge selection and crazy fast shipping is already enough to turn heads as an online tackle shop. But Omnia Fishing sets themselves apart with their ambassador program. With Omnia. You can send in fishing reports for your local lakes that recommend baits, structure, tactics, and gear. And when another angler takes your advice and purchases something from your report, you get credit for it to spend at Omnia. The best part means that with Omnia Fishing, you can shop by lake and purchase baits and gear that are proven to work where you're fishing. To get started, go to omniafishing.com and use promo code FNF15 to save 15% on your first order.
Few things ruin your day on the water as bad as losing gear, but with the retrieval devices for fishing rods, action cams, bow fishing bows, and more from Save Your Outdoors, you don't have to let dropping your stuff ruin your day because you can get it back. The pressure sensitive filter keeps water from rain and quick dips in the water out, but it lets water in when your gear goes overboard to release a float attached to your gear by 60 feet of line so you can get it back. Go to SaveYourOutdoors.com to learn more and try some for yourself and use promo code FNFP15 to save 15% on your order. That's S-A-V-U-R-Outdoors.com and promo code FNFP15. All right, so Robert, how did you want to do this? Um, kind of go back and forth and I don't know how many, how many setups you've got. Yeah, we can, we can go back and forth if you want. And I'll be honest with you. I, I needed to look at some of my stuff. So some of it, I don't even know. I mean, I know most of my rods and stuff. Um, and then all my stuff is, uh, mitch smashed around a little bit. So, um, yeah, we can go back and forth and then, um, you know, figure it out. All right, so let's uh let's start with our spinning gear. Um, so uh, for me that is two rods. So, um, so for Ned rigs, drop shots, and inline spinners, um, I have my uh, Temple Fork Outfitters Professional Bass Rod, which is a seven foot spinning. Uh, let's see, it's medium light, fast action. Um, and this is going to be my only, only Temple Fork uh, rod on the list. Um, and it currently has a uh, Fluger President uh, 25X, I think is what they call it. It's a 5.2 to 1 gear ratio. I had to look that up um, uh, before I jumped on here because uh, I, I never... This that's the first time I've ever looked at gear ratios on a spinning rod. To be completely yeah. honest, it's currently spooled with a um, twenty-pound uh, braid uh, from I think it's Reaction Tackle. It's that fluorescent orange, so that I can see the line move. Um, and it has a six-pound fluorocarbon leader on it, and that's really you know ultra finesse. Um, uh, open hooks, Ned rigs, drop shots, and inline spinners, which is funny because that's not really a finesse finesse thing, but that's a perfect rod for it. Yes, uh, yeah. And, I mean, this is probably the rod that I use the least, um, but <laughs> shocker. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, like you said, it, it's definitely caught some fish. Yeah, so, you know, <clears throat> I really probably fish the, my spinning gear um, as much or more than I do uh, my bait casters, but I never grew up um, using spinning gear. We always use bait casters, and, um, you know, we would fish uh, Texas rigs, and, I mean, it you, you put I put it on a bait caster, Carolina rig on a bait caster, and that was the finesse stuff that we did growing up. That those were the two finesse tactics then. Um, the shaky heads didn't exist. Um, 
and the Cinco's didn't exist. Wacky rigs didn't exist. So even though I, I carry two spinning rods as well, and then I usually have six uh, bait casters, I, I end up using those two spinning rods probably more than the six bait casters, but I do like to have those options available and not have to retie something if I want to throw something different. Um, uh, so kind of the same uh, as you, um, I have the Cashin's uh, kayak shaky head rod and it is has a shimano reel but it is i don't even know the name of the shimano reel i had a shimano fx which is like a 20 dollar reel on it for a long time and that worked fine and then andrew from tackle talk uh i always i listen to him quite a bit and it's just fun it's fun to listen to get some good gear ideas and so he was talking about the the next um reel up i think it was like a 40 dollar shimano i want to say maybe it was a nexus maybe the name of it okay um and so that's what i have on that that deal now and i usually run i've been meaning to switch over to braid but I, i'm running uh eight pound fluoro on it the whole just fluoro on the whole thing okay um, i i run some braid on my bait casters and then uh you know with with some leaders on there and my top water i just usually run just straight braid but i hadn't switched over to to the braid on the bait casters and it's one thing i need to do this year but it's it's one of those deals i just hadn't had time to do it uh right so that's usually my shaky head um and and i'll throw a ned rig on that as well um, my shaky heads, I usually try to go really light on. Um, I don't throw a lot of heavy shaky heads. I, I usually don't throw those in deeper water. I usually throw either a Ned rig or, um, or I'll switch over to a bait caster and I'll drag a heavier jig uh, just because I, I really have gotten hooked on that worm and jig rod. And it's, you know, you go through different stages of fishing <laughs> and so that's kind of what like I'm, I'm enthralled with that the feel that i get from that rod uh so um uh, that's really it on that on that one and then i'll do my other spinning rod then we'll go back to you and that's the other one that i was talking about is just that xfinity lose i bet i've i've probably had that combo five years and it's the same thing i run eight eight pound fluoro the whole way on it and I keep uh, I keep a wacky rig on it all the time, and that's the only thing that I ever throw on it because I, I'll have it set into my side just as a follow up, and then sometimes I'll I'll you know you want to fish the wacky rig, and I, I fish it off the same thing instead of putting it on a different one. Uh, it's just that rod to me is a little shorter. Um, you know, if you want to skip it, it's that rod skips really good. And I've, I figured out that with that wacky rig, um, you know, if you skip that thing under some docks or under some low hanging trees, um, you know, I've had a lot of success with that. And for some reason, uh, probably because I've had it so long, I can skip the best with that, uh, with that rod and reel. And, you know, you don't have any of the sensitivity with it that you do with the uh, cash and rod, but I don't need it for to fish a Cinco because yeah, I, you feel it when they bite it. 
yeah, you're watching the line and I don't need any feeling from that. So, you know, it's a finesse thing, but I only fish that one, one setup off of it. So those are my two spinning rods that I keep. Um, and I know you said you had another one. So what was your other one? So mine is actually also a uh, cash and kayak uh, shaky head rod. Uh, so it is the, uh, it's seven to uh, medium heavy fast, which I was kind of, I didn't know how I felt about using a medium heavy spinning rod, but I mean, it absolutely makes sense for a shaky head rod to have that extra backbone. Cause I mean, most of the time, whenever you're fishing a shaky head or at least me, um, like I'm fishing in the thick of it. Like I am, I'm, I'm dragging that through a fallen tree or something and I need that extra backbone to get it out. I will also throw, um, like the, uh, Jay's jigs, finesse jigs up there. Uh, so the skirted ones, the, um, uh, like the cross-eyed cricket that I always talk about. Uh, that's actually the one that I caught my 16 and a quarter on Dale hollow at the, the, uh, biggest fish I caught, uh, that wasn't a flathead catfish. Um, I always, uh, I always throw, uh, if I throw a wacky rig, I throw a weighted wacky rig. So I've started using that rod for that as well. Um, and then like some of the smaller, uh, swim baits, it's a little heavy for that. Um, I'm, I'm still learning this rod. I've only, uh, fished it a handful of times. Um, but, uh, yeah, on that, I've got a, Dobbins Maverick spinning reel uh, is the 2,500 size. It is also a 5.2 to one gear ratio. Again, I, I looked it up before we started cause I had no idea. Um, but that is a decent, uh, that is a decent spinning rod or spinning reel for sure. Um, but it, to me, there's nothing in that reel that sets it apart enough to be double the cost of that president from Pfluger. Um, so it was just one of those kind of impulse buys while I was at the tackle shop. And I was like, Hey, that looks pretty cool. Let me see it. All oh, that smooth kind of thing. But I mean, the it's, the it's not much better than the Pfluger. So, I mean, I would, I would go the Pfluger route. Um, for spinning reels again, um, or a, a or a lose um, a, a lose cheaper option, because yeah. um, to me the there's only so much technology you can put in a spinning rod or a spinning reel. Um, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but I mean, as long as the drag is somewhat smooth or as, as smooth, I mean that's that's yeah. the main thing. I- and as long as it, the, the main thing for me with a spinning, spinning reel is if I, if I stop and go to reel backwards, it doesn't have any play. That's the big thing. For oh, yeah. me. Okay. Um, but um, on that, I've got 20 pound, that same orange uh, braid. And I go to a, a 12 pound leader on that. Uh, if I'm going to be fishing a lot of, laid down trees or something like that. I'll bump up to a 15 pound leader. Um, but that's usually somewhere where I'm at. Sorry for the dogs. They, uh, 
It sounds like they're running the fence with the <laughs> Yeah. No, it's it's uh so I think too one thing that I've started figuring out and um getting more into salt water and and really getting into um some of the bigger spinning reels and rod setups that you need for the saltwater deal. Um it's it's been a month or so, but I was on a, a really big kick on trying to find, you know, like a five thousand size spinning rod and reel for surf fishing because when we go down to the beach i want to be able to just hand my younger son here take off you know here's some bait for that was some in the freezer and here's a uh spin spinning rod go to the beach and have at it and uh in doing that too um i'm really looking forward to trying to troll for some spanish mackerel and there's some artificial reefs that are not far off the coast of north carolina that you can get you know they're a mile off off the beach and you can get your kayak there and, and you can kayak fish for some um larger saltwater fish so in doing that research um i found out and this probably goes for freshwater reels as well the whole price of the reel I think if you are going pond fishing and you're never super hard on your gear, you can go with that lower end stuff and it's going to last you for a while. So I think the benefit of spending more money is the higher up the price range that you go, the seals are way better. Uh, the components are made. Uh, some on the lower end ones are, are going to have some plastic components in it. Whereas you go up the price range there, they're going to be all metal components inside the reel. Um, some of those reels are sealed, uh, especially the saltwater ones. So you can dunk it in the saltwater and you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be fine, um, because that reel is sealed up. But when you go and you buy on that lower end, like if you go buy, like a 4,000 or 5,000 size uh, pin combo for 89 bucks, um, you know, and you go dunk it in the salt water four or five times, then it's not going to last you very long. So, you know, for what we do, and we're mostly fishing fresh water with all these setups that we're talking about, and except for you rolling yours over the other day normally we're not dunking our gear into the water uh you are catching a little bit of rain every once in a while uh but i don't think that's really you know that's not i would say some of it probably is going inside the reel but it's not like dunking it in the water um so just mm -hmm. keep that in mind while we're talking about this is we have these on kayaks we're not dunking it in the water that's the only reason I've had that Xfinity lose deal for five years. Otherwise, you know, if I'd have dunked it in the water five or six times, it probably would be corroded inside and locked up and it wouldn't be smooth and I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't fish with it anymore. Um, so that has a lot to do with the price range just from what I found from, uh, you know, researching a lot of those saltwater reels, um, you know, watching some YouTube guys on there that do it quite often and they'll, there's a couple of great videos on there that'll say he just breaks it down and says, Hey man, this lasted me two months. Here was the problems with it. And he's got the reels in pieces. And then he's like, as he goes up the price and then this is why 
I buy this $300 reel because it lasted me two years of heavy use. And you're talking about somebody that's filming YouTube videos that's using it every other day. And so keep that in mind when you're searching for gear. If you're something you're going to use a lot, go ahead and spend the money on some hiring stuff. It's going to, it, the value's there for the price you're paying for it rather than having to replace a $90 combo, you know, each year if you're saltwater fishing. Yeah, for sure. Is that all of your spinning, spinning sets? Yeah, I just, I just run those two. Um, you know, I wear those out pretty good, but usually I got a shaky head tied on that shaky head rod and I've got that, uh, wacky rig. And that's usually the only things that I'll throw. I don't really, I'll throw a Ned rig, but, um, I don't really like the open hooks. I, I get mad at changing and losing those things. And I just, I never really have got into the Ned rig that much. Like, like I said, I'll, I'll throw them but I end up losing more of them than catching fish on them. And I don't know, maybe I need to spend more time with it and, and learn some ways to adjust my fishing style to use that more. But uh, that's really the only two things that I'll throw on those spinning rods is the wacky setup and shaky head. Okay. Yeah. I, um, most of the time I don't even have that, that uh, medium light with me. Uh, usually it's just the one, uh, and it's usually a shaky head. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, and I will say, so I've got eight setups here. Um, most of the time, uh, tournament day, I typically will bring all of them just as a, just so that I've got it. But most of the time I've got five or less, uh, with me and I just kind of mix and match depending on what lake I'm going to, but, or what Creek or whatever, um, but before we jump into casting rods, let's say thank you to a couple more sponsors and then we'll, uh, we'll jump into it. Sounds good. If a fly rod is your weapon of choice, check out Atollis. Their fly caddy is the most convenient way to get your favorite flies to the water or just keep them handy by clipping it to your hat, truck visor, backpack, rod case, or just whatever. You can also bundle it up with flies from independent fly tires that Atollis has teamed up with through their Flylight project. Choose from bundles specializing in redfish, carp, saltwater, or freshwater. Head over to atollas.co, that's A-T-O-L-L-A-S dot C-O, to get your fly caddy today and use promo code FAITHINFISH15 to save 15% on your order. That's FAITH the letter N, FISH the number 15 at checkout for 15% off. If finesse fishing is your comfort zone, something you want to learn better this year, or just something you like to tie on as a Hail Mary pass, Jade's Jigs has everything you need and more, and it's all eco-friendly and lead-free. With an awesome selection of baits and colors, they've got a variety of techniques covered for you. Finesse Jigs, Underspins, Nico Weights, Ned Rigs, and more are all waiting for you at jadesjigs.com. And while you're there, use promo code FNF10 for 10% off your purchase. That's jadesjigs.com and promo code FNF10 for 10% off. All right. I think, uh, I think Robert has gone to, uh, to look at his setups again, uh, to kind of remind himself of, of what he's got. But, uh, so I'll get, I'll get this section started off. Um, and so, 
it's it's one that I've I've talked about before on here. Uh, I've talked with Robert about it, um, and that is the Cash and Kayak Chattergrass Rod. It's a seven foot four medium heavy fast action, um, and it is just it, it's 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 a phenomenal phenomenal bladed jig rod. Um, it's dedicated for for bladed jigs for me. Um, and usually I have that one paired up with the Daiwa Tatula, uh, 150. It's a 7.3 to one gear ratio reel. Um, right now that one has no brakes. So I am, uh, I'm using a backup reel on that right now, which I think, um, I think it's a loose carbon fire. Um, and I don't know if that's the one that's going to stay up there or not, but, um, and so I use, uh, 15 pound, um, 15 pound fluoro on that setup, which I think it's the Seaguar basics. Um, which if you are, we were talking about, uh, on a budget, if you're on a budget and you want to use straight fluoro, um, basics to me, I, basics is better than red label and it's $5 cheaper. Um, so I don't know, I don't know how Seaguar figured that one out, but, to me, uh, to me, basics is the way to go. And uh, you notice I said bladed jigs and not chatterbaits, and that is because um, you know uh, you can't sell chatterbaits if you're not Z-Man. And we use Mr. B Lure Company uh, in my house, so uh, because I mean that that bladed jig is just so phenomenal. Um, it hunts so well. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, uh, Robert, are you ready for me, man? Yep. Give me one second. All right. Um, so yeah, we, we've talked about it before that it's uh, this, this, uh, the cash and, uh, chatter grass rod. It's so sensitive that whenever a bass is tailing your, your bladed jig, um, you can feel the change in the vibration. Um, I mean, whenever you're pulling it through grass, uh, you don't have to, um, you don't have to, um, pop the reel. It does it or pop the rod. It does it for you. It, it comes through the grass beautifully. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that good old, uh, chatter grass rod is the, the first on the list for the, for the casting rods. What's your, yep. So look, I'll go with the same thing. I've got that uh, the same rod. It's the, the Cashin um, CK uh, Chattergrass rod, and it's got one of the the SLXs on it. Um, and you notice that I've got a spinning bait tied on it because not only do I use that for that um, bladed jigs, but I love to throw my spinner baits on these as well. Um, it just gives you, I feel like a more feeling than anything that I've thrown a spinnerbait on. You can feel the blades just like you can on, on a, uh, on a bladed jig. Uh, so I really gotten hooked on that, um, on that setup for spinning, uh, my spinnerbaits too. Uh, so I've got, um, <clears throat> Oh, no, that's not that's, that's not what I was looking for. I've got two of these. So I usually keep one tied up with a spinnerbait and one tied up with a bladed jig. 
but yeah, I was over there grabbing some rods because I've got some mismatched stuff that um, that are oldie but goodies that I have kind of repurposed for some new style baits and some of the reels that I have. And I'll show you one in a minute when we get to it. I I've had that reel since I was a kid. It's an Abu Garcia. I don't even know. It may not even be before model numbers. I'm not real sure, but it, I can cast a mile with it and only use it for one specific thing. But um, we'll get to that, and I'll go to what uh, what gear ratio are you throwing that that spinnerbait on? So I'm pretty sure that maybe a seven. It says seven point two on there, so I'm guessing seven two to one. Um. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I think both of those SLX uh, reels are the same, and this is the other one that I have. Oh no, this is an eight two to one, and probably I should switch those reels. But I think uh, I bought this. I think my wife got me this reel for Christmas and I got this worm and jig rod around the same time. And so that's my, that's what I stuck it on, which I probably should flip those two since this is a faster reel, but that's just kind of how it went down. So I'm not real particular about what I fish with, but this is the one I was saying before is the element worm and jig rod. Um, it is seven, three fast, medium, heavy. Um, and I have absolutely fallen in love with this, um, you know, for for my Texas rig or uh, jig fishing. It's just you can I can feel way more of this than I ever have. And if there's one thing that I've fished probably the most in my life, it, it would be a Texas rig. Uh, usually I'll have that tied on. Most of the time I'll start without even I won't even put a soft plastic on it. I'll just have my hook and my um wait on there and then just kind of wait and see what i want to put on it and then that'll change throughout the day but i'll always have that texas rig um uh, tied up i love to flip with it up into brush um you know i'll throw it out in deeper water as well and let that thing work around the bottom in some deeper water uh, it's very just one of the most versatile setups i feel like and just for me just fishing as a kid i mean that's that's all we that's all we knew was the Texas rig and, you know, learn a little bit later on about Carolina rig. But um, if we were bass fishing as a kid, that's, we'd fish with a curly tail worm, Texas rig. And that's just, you were bass fishing if that's what you were doing. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So uh, what, what size weight do you typically start off with on your Texas rig? Um, I usually, well, it's just according. If I'm flipping around brushing stuff, I really like lighter stuff. A lot of people will go heavier uh, just to get down through the brush. And I understand that concept, but I always go a little lighter. So I'll usually start out with three eights, but I'll go down to a quarter, um, you know, bullet weight on there as well. I've got some super small bullet weights, uh, just enough to get that down. And I think that's one thing for me fishing so much with Cinco's is, that rate of fall on the Cinco. And now, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not above putting a nail weight in the end of that thing and 
you know, speeding that up some too and kind of almost power fishing some Cinco's as well. But I do think a Cinco that is not weighted, if you have the patience for it, will get you more bites. But it is a slow and painful way to bass fish for a whole day. And I, if I'm not catching fish, I usually won't have the patience to stick that out. I'll throw some other things in there and then I'll go back to that until I run out of patience and then I'll go to something else. Um, but I think that's the reason on the Texas rig, I usually use a little bit smaller weight is because in my head, that slower rate of fall to me triggers more bites. Um, you know, unless you're trying to get down in deeper water and then you're going to have to go heavier to, to get there or you'll be waiting for it to drop all day. Okay. All right. So my next rod is, it has become my favorite setup. Um, and, uh, it is a cash and icon six, six medium, moderate, fast cranking rod. Um, and so whenever we went to the, um, whenever I went to that master class, I checked out their sale rack and found this guy. And the only thing that was wrong with it was one of on the, uh, uh, the, the little uh, plaque that has the all the specs on it, the corner was sticking out a little bit, and that was it was uh, lower for that. So um, on that, I uh, depending on the time of year, this is my jerk bait rod, uh, but it is also for like if I'm uh, if I'm throwing like a square bill uh, shallow. Uh, shallow cranks um, and whenever I'm on the creek or in a, in a little creek or something that 6.6 six rod gives me the ability to make pinpoint casts and everything and it has become my favorite and right now it has a has my Daiwa Tatula SV uh, which is a 6.3 six to 1 uh, gear ratio reel and on my cranking setups, I have a, um, I have 15 pound P line fluoroclear. It's a copolymer. So it's, it's mono with a fluorocarbon coating. So it's got, it's got a little bit of stretch to it, but it's, it's more clear than mono. It doesn't have as much stretch as mono, but it doesn't, it's not fluoro. Um, and I really, really, really like that line. So, um, that is, and that that's that's my favorite favorite rod uh, and real setup right now. Yeah. Um, so, what did you? So the next one that that I've got is uh, my cranking rod, and that's going to be another um, Cash and CK. It's just the uh, kayak uh, cranking rod. <clears throat> and that's it's a moderate fast medium heavy um and i'm not really going over my line weights i'm throwing fluoro on everything and most of most of my setups i'll run the same thing i'll run 12 pound fluoro um pretty much across the board until we get to uh the a-rig setup that's got some heavier line on it and um, I've got another cranking rod sitting over there that I'll go over in a minute. But if I'm going to throw, uh, like it's got a Fritz side on it right now. Um, if I'm going to throw just a regular medium depth or a square bill, uh, this is the, what I'm throwing it on. 
and I got this rod and I didn't really have a reel. So it, I ran to Walmart. It's got a loose speed spool. Don't even know. It's just a black loose seven, five. No, that's not right. <clears throat> I just saw it on there a second ago. There it is. Yeah, no, that's right. Seven, five to one, seven, uh, seven and a half to one. So, um, but the same thing with all these caching rods. I mean, this cranking rod, uh, you can feel everything with that too. And it's got the give to it. Um, I know a lot of people say with these trebles that are on all, all of your crankbaits, you know, you'll hear people say all the time that they hate treble hooks. They hate treble hooks because they, they lose a lot of fish on them. Uh, I don't really, I don't think, I don't think that way anymore because I think this thing keeps them pinned where I, I don't really lose a lot of fish. I mean, I don't see me losing any more fish on this than any other rod or reel. And that's finesse. That's, that's anything. I just, now I lose fish. Don't get me wrong. I just don't lose any more on a right. treble than I do with anything else. So um, I'm sure that has to do uh, with the way that rod is set up. <clears throat> um, but I've got more into, into cranking the last little bit as well. And that bill on that is cracked now that I'm sitting here looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Been banging it up against too many rocks. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I do lose fish on trebles, but I don't lose any more fish on my crankbaits than I do on my shaky head. I mean, technically I guess I do, but that's just because I catch more fish on a crankbait than I do on a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, per, per fish hooked. Right. You know? Percentage wise. It's yeah. Right. Percentage wise. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I don't really even count like all bites that I don't catch as, as a fish that got off. Some of them you get a, you get a bite and you just never really get a good hook in them. Um, <clears throat> I'm talking about ones that are hooked that I'm actively fighting that get off. You know, I'm not losing a whole lot of that. Now you'll get a bite and not catch it, but I don't blame that on the trebles or the rod or whatever. Um, and then I was talking about another, cranking rod and i'll i'll go over this then we'll get go right back to you um but i needed a heavier rod to throw the deeper diving uh crankbaits so this is a proficiency let's see what it is seven six heavy <clears throat> and i just have one of my old um xfinity lose again reels on that and i can cast this thing forever and you can crank the crap out of it and you can get that thing uh diving down there and i also will use this um and leave it out behind my kayak if i'm going spot to spot if i'm fun fishing and i'll just troll that behind my kayak as well and i've caught a few fish that way just, you know, I mean, you wouldn't be doing anything but riding anyway. Um, so I'll throw that out and troll that. And this rod actually does a great job as a trolling rod. 
and it, it's about as stiff as you can get, but that's what you need to get these bigger cranking baits on down there for me anyway. Um, so that's a really super cheap Walmart setup that I love. Uh, it's a Walmart rod. I think it was 50 bucks maybe. And then this reel I bought as a combo, but I ended up breaking that rod and then just stealing that old reel off of there and matching it with that. And it works good for that. So. Okay. Absolutely. Well, sticking with the crankbait theme, um, I have a cash and element seven foot three medium, heavy, heavy, moderate, fast cranking rod. Um, and it loads up so nice on those, uh, on those hook sets. It's, um, I, I use this for, um, you know, medium, uh, I say anything, I, Anything from two to what two to I'll say two to fifteen feet because I like to throw my rock crawlers on this. Um, and rock crawlers they say nine to fourteen feet, but I don't know how how true that actually is. At least not with my fifteen pound floor. Maybe if I were running ten or twelve, it might would get closer to that. But um, I've got a I've got that paired with a. Uh, Diva Tatula CT. Uh, that's their budget end of the of the Tatula reels. It's a six three to one, and it is um, that's a good setup, man. I mean, it, it'll the way that rod loads up whenever you're casting, I, you can bomb a crankbait out there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you need on those on those bigger crankbaits too. I mean, the further you can get it and you know really bear down on it and get it down to the depth you need and still keep it there enough time to keep it in a strike zone that you're going for. Because I feel like a lot of times if you don't get that out there, you're just getting to the depth you need as your line starts to get short and you're pulling it back up off the bottom, coming back up to you. So uh, definitely key to get that um whip action so the next one i have is at least i'm gonna say 40 year old reel it's an it's a i'm not kidding you it's a abu garcia pro plus and i'm gonna show you this jewel right here <laughs> oh that's man this is what I use it for. I throw. That's the only thing I use it for is a is an A rig, and I've got it on a a cheap uh, Vengeance Abu Garcia, and this rod is super heavy. It's a seven six heavy. Um. And it doesn't even have the weight on there. Oh, a half to a two ounce uh, lure is what it says on there. Okay. Um, but this again is is a a real like I fished with this as a kid, and I have one more Abu reel that I've had since a kid, but it it has given up the ghost and it doesn't cast very far anymore. But for some reason, I don't ever do anything to this reel. I can tell you that it's probably never been serviced in that 40 years. I, I'm not kidding you. And it's probably one of my furthest casting 
um, reels that I have. And I don't know, you know, I don't even know if it has, you know, what it has inside of it. I probably need to look it up and see. Um, but, you know, there's no reason to get rid of it. I've got a whole stack of fishing rods and reels over there um, that I probably just need to throw in the garbage. But, you know, every once in a while, you'll get one of these jewels that, uh, you know, you can still find a use for. And that A-Rig setup is not something – I'm not going to go spend a bunch of money for something that I don't throw very much. Uh, but it is good to have, especially in the cooler months, um, you know, good to have. And it, you, you just can't put an A-Rig on anything you have. It's not going to work right. And so that's what I found works the best for me. Uh, so I know that's not all flashy Daiwa Tatula, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm starting to learn that the uh, the Daiwa tattoos might have too many moving parts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one probably has a one ball bearing setup. I'm not real sure, but uh, it still works good. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man! Um, all right, so next I've got a Cashin element, and that element series. Um, for $129 has no yep. business being as good as it is. Yeah. I mean, every, every one of them. Yep. There's some guys that work that have several of them. There's guys that work that had several of them and they, they love all those. Um, and that's why one thing you touched on, but I'll touch on too. It's one thing about living close to cash and is we can kind of sneak over there and, um, find some deals on their showroom floor as well, because they'll, they'll have something that'll have a, uh, just the smallest imperfection in that. And they're, they're not sending that out to the public. They're going to put a little green dot on it and they put it on their floor and they'll even show you, Hey, yeah, this is, this is what's wrong with this rod. And so it is nice to get, um, several of these rods, um, came from that right off of their showroom floor and it, that saves you some bucks too. So any of you guys that are in North Carolina, um, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, that's open down there. And they're more than happy to show you those rods and reels and, uh, you know, show you the, how they're made as well along with it. Absolutely. And uh, another nice thing about being so close to them is that you can find, uh, you can find cash and rods on Facebook marketplace too. Uh, which you may not be able to do everywhere. So, um, but yeah, so this is a cash and element. It's a seven, one medium, heavy, moderate, fast, and it's their multi-use uh, rod from their element series. Um, and it has some sort of lose speed spool on it. It's a six, eight to one. And so my, my main thing that I use it for, um, would be spinner baits and top waters, uh, pretty much any top water. That's not a popper. I use, uh, this rod for, um, if I'm going to be throwing a buzz bait, I might switch it out with, with, uh, I've got an extra, a, extra reel. That's a eight, five to one. I, I may throw that, that on there just to keep it up a little bit better, but, um, I also will throw, if I'm deciding to throw a really light uh, Texas rig, um, but I also uh, have started using it for like my DT-16s and, and higher. 
because it's a it's a stiffer rod than that um than that cranking rod but it's still that moderate fast so it's still got a good parabolic bend to it um so um that one i have that one i've got a 40 pound uh i've got 40 pound uh reaction tackle uh braid and I, I go to a, I think a 15 pound basics fluorocarbon leader. Um, and if I, if I want to throw, you know, a, a chopo or a spook or something like that, I can cut that leader off and, um, and, and throw it on straight braid. And then if I want to switch over to spinner baits, I can just tie that leader right back on. So, um, yeah, and I like to throw um, most of my of my topwater stuff on either straight braid or sometimes I'll, I'll depending on what it is, I'll throw it on that um, that floor clear. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> my topwater setup uh, that I use the most is it's just an Academy H two O frog rod. I picked that thing up uh, three or four years ago. Um, I, I do use it quite a bit. Um, that's probably a rod setup that I need to upgrade to something that's a little more versatile than that. I end up throwing um, a chopo or whopper plopper on that same frog rod, and I've had really good success on it. Even though you wouldn't think you would think that would be too stiff for those trebles on there, but I really have there's one at Norman that I lost on it, but I caught a lot of fish that day. So losing one out of like eight, I was okay with that. But, um, other than that, that's been a pretty workhorse of a setup and that's only, uh, there's never the days that I'm not throwing that all day long. I do like to throw, um, the whopper plopper. I do like to frog fish some, uh, but that's not something that's getting used a ton. And if I'm going to throw a popper, um, I'll put it on that spinning rod that I throw my uh, uh, Senkos on um, and uh, I'll put my poppers and, and smaller top waters on that light spinning rod uh, because usually that's going to be just early in the morning or late, uh, late in the day. If I'm, if I'm out that late, um, I, I do like to throw some poppers, especially on Harris. Uh, you really could used to wear them out on some poppers there. Not so much anymore, but I still, I still catch some pretty good sized fish on the top water. Uh, just old school pop R. Um, so, and that's really all of my, that's really all of mine. What else you got left? Well, I should, uh, I should throw out there that, on um, the, uh, that temple fork, uh, probably 80% of the, the fish I've caught on that particular setup were on a popper. Um, yeah. And I didn't even put that on there, but uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a big fan of the popper. Um, so I've got, uh, I've got two left. Uh, I've got my cash and icon. It's a seven foot medium, heavy, fast action, worm and jig rod. Um, and that is, for my Texas rigs, Tokyo rigs and jigs. Um, and I've got that paired with my lose tournament pro speed spool. And what I've found is with lose, anytime you see pro, that just means that it's the best pro exclusive. 
and they've got an exact same uh, reel that has a different color scheme right. um, that they give to everybody else. Um, but it's a 7.5 to 1. I've got it spooled with a um, 15-pound. No, I, I keep this one spooled with 17-pound uh, Sunline FC Sniper. Um, and it is... Um, that's that's probably of of my reels. That's probably my favorite reel that I've got is that that lose tournament speed spool. Um, but uh, yeah, you were talking about how the I or the element Mormon jig rod was so super sensitive. This one is too. It's a little stiff um, for uh, for casting a lot of. Uh, the Texas rigs that I use because they are lighter than, than, than most. But anytime I move up to a, do a heavier one, or if I'm throwing a jig or my Tokyo rigs, typically my Tokyo rigs are heavier than my Texas rigs. And, um, I mean, it, it loads up just fine on the cast, but I mean, it's, it's stiff enough that you can use it for flipping a little bit. Um, but I've got a, um, flipping rod, that I have, um, I use it for flipping anytime there's grass. Um, I use it for, I've, I've used it for Carolina rig a little bit. Um, and for now it's my frog and rod. Um, and it is a cashing core seven foot heavy, fast action worm and jig rod. Um, and it's got a Daiwa, uh, Tatula CT 8.1 to one. Um, and that's the one that it's, it's got the white and black handles. Um, so I actually picked it up thinking it was a cash and kayak, but, um, but I definitely don't have any, any qualms against it. I don't use it as much because I don't typically throw a, a lot of heavier stuff. Um, but, um, I'll probably use it some this summer on Lake Raleigh in the grass. So cool. Yeah. But that is a, uh, that's about it here. I am saying that this was going to be a shorter episode and we're at it. Yeah, I, I knew it would take us longer to go through that <laughs> than, than what we thought. That's okay. But, um, I thought I was going to have enough battery, but I'm down to like 3% and I don't have a charger out here. So, um, I just want to say one thing. So if, so if I cut out, that's why, okay. um, but, um, am doing a tournament this weekend by the time this airs obviously it'll already be done um but for any of you guys that are saltwater guys uh you can check out um uh reeling for research it's for unc children's hospital uh so me and some of my saltwater buddies uh first week of may we always um do a little saltwater fishing so it's uh your best your best three and you can do any combination and it's uh tuna mahi or wahoo so i'm uh, hoping to put a hurting on some of those this weekend and uh, yeah going out of going out of moorhead so um any of you guys that boat fish and saltwater fish toward the carolina coast um that's a fun tournament um to get into for a good cause uh so looking forward to that and that's really all i got what do you got this weekend uh this weekend i'm on call so oh there you go i am i don't have a lot going on um i'm on call and on daddy duty and uh all kinds of fun stuff but 
uh, yeah, let's uh, let's thank a couple sponsors real quick, and then uh, and then we'll we'll pray and close it out. Sounds good. I can find my mouse. <laughs> Get outdoors, pedal and paddle is one of the largest canoe, kayak, and cycling retailers in the southeast with a huge selection of kayaks, canoes, bikes, and all the accessories needed to experience paddling and cycling comfortably and safely. Get Outdoors helps to expand and educate the paddling community through their free demos held on local lakes in the Greensboro, North Carolina area. And through in-store clinics and on-the-water courses and demos. And we'll even get your new boat rigged up for kayak fishing for you. Stop by the shop in Greensboro, North Carolina or check out shopgetoutdoors.com to be wowed by their selection. Mr. B Lure Company is making high-quality handcrafted lures and has been for 30 years right here in the U.S. Using all-metal components, owner and gamakatsu hooks, and silicone or frog hair skirts, Mr. B is pumping out some awesome spinnerbaits, jigs, buzzbaits, underspins, and more, including some of the most unique bladed jigs on the market. To fill up your tackle box, go to MrBLureCompany.com, that's MRBLureCompany.com, and use promo code FAITHINFISHINPOD1X10 at checkout to save 10% on your first order. That's FAITH the letter N, FISH the letter N, P-O-D, so FAITHINFISHINPOD, just like our Instagram handle, 1X10. All right. Well, I am going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray for us and close this out. Uh, Robert's frozen. His phone may have died, um, but uh, but yeah, we'll go ahead and, and close it out in prayer. God, thank you so much for this uh, this day. Thank you for uh, whoever it is that's listening to this right now. I uh, pray that you uh, you touch their life and and bless them in some way and and help them know that um, that you are near and that you are you are still good and you are uh, you are in control. Um, God, thank you for uh, this opportunity that we have to go uh, go chase after chase after fish with a rod and and reel and line and hook. And uh, thank you for the opportunity that we have to be able to go out and 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 fish for them regularly and and with with halfway decent gear and um thank you for all of those who are out there um out there fishing and out there uh experiencing nature and you know experiencing you and um god everyone who um is is struggling right now whether it be with um from sickness or uh, family struggles or or whatever it is they're going through, I, I pray that you um, you wrap them in comfort and love and uh, and just put on a show in their life. God, we love you, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you were you enjoyed getting a chance to just kind of talk shop with us and talk um, talk gear. And um, if you if you like this kind of episode, let us know. Um, and, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless. 
Thank you for listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Faith and Fishing is produced and hosted by Cam Steele and Robert Randolph and is sponsored by Savior Outdoors, Jay's Jigs, Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle, Mr. B. Lure Company, Atolas, and Omnia Fishing. Don't forget to join the Facebook community, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you're listening on. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless.